glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Trying to get hit, musical loudest, nigga but hits If I hop on it, then do what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch I come to party, trying to get hit Musical loudest, nigga but hits If I hop on it, then do what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch Holy fuck. What a fucking week. What a wild ass eventful week. And we're here to fucking talk about it. We're live in four, three, two, one. All right, guys. Welcome back to Kicking with the King. This is your host, obviously, Gabriel Hernandez. You know who it is, ladies and gentlemen, at this motherfucking point. We appreciate you guys for joining us here, like I said. Thank you to all who have joined in and tuned in and subscribed and um, obviously checked out our page and stuff on Instagram and all the jazz, all the jazz, everything under the sun, ladies and gentlemen. You know we appreciate your support, ladies and gentlemen. So without further ado, as always, like I said, we are available everywhere you get your shows exclusively on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere you get your shows, ladies and gentlemen, we are available doesn't matter where we are. It doesn't matter where you are. You could stream us. You could download us. It doesn't matter where you are, ladies and gentlemen. You get to have access to us 100% of the time. Unless you don't have a data connection or you're not on Wi-Fi or you're in a spotty fucking place. I hate fucking spotty service. That's like one of my biggest pet peeves. Um, like I said, uh, we're available everywhere you get your show. And also, like I said, give us a follow on social media as well. Twitter, Instagram, handles are the same, at KWTKPod on both platforms. Um, G the King underscore official on Instagram, and uh, real G the King underscore on Twitter, guys. You know what, if you're active on Twitter, speaking of Twitter, there's so much to talk about, dude. Holy fuck. Holy fuck, man. I'm going to have to be energized and stay energized. And, and what is it called? Well, I think it's like, what was it? It's it, like stay energized, not energized, but energized, hydrated. That's the word you're looking for. Hydrated. It's hydrated. Okay. You gotta stay hydrated. That's exactly what it is. I mean, I went earlier to the store to get, um, the, I don't know. I was just, you know, you ever have the munchies, but like for drinks, like rather than being like high for food, oh yeah, I want to eat some food. Like something that sounds really good once you get really high, like, Oh, it was like the first time I've actually smoked weed weed in a while, like a little bit earlier, like probably about like an hour ago or a little bit over an hour ago. So it's been it's been a while since I smoked weed, but I've not not that I haven't smoked like THC. I have my vape pen and all that. You know, we talk about it all the time. The different the different strains that we have tried here 
on this show and live and actively. But uh, I'm actually rocking with a new flavor today. Oh, oh my God, we're, we're, we're digressing so much. There's so much to talk about. We're on fire. This episode's going to be fucking on fire. This one's called The Wild One. Uh, this one's already named. This one's already been pre-named. It's called The Wild One. Funny story is, we actually were about to... We, we tried to do the show, this specific episode two other specific times. The first time, we were good for about tw- 12 minutes or so. And then... Just by that time of the day, dude, I was already fucking tired. Uh, Make sure tired, stoned, and just, oh my god, absolutely drained. Because just having to not have put my body through the workout and all the different things that that happened. Speaking of that, we're talk about that. My the ret- uh, return, how the first session went in the um gym kickboxing gym um everything from the the good things and the bad things and the things i noticed and the things i felt and the the visions of the future anything everything you know from that and so much other stuff but i want to talk about this first though just really quickly so to wrap this final thing up you know we always talk about this shit on here um what was the flavors that i got what was the flavor what was the flavor this one's called melon i can't read that bottom part this is melon douce Melon, what melon something, melon something, melon del, dells. I can't fucking read that. It's a plug and play flavor, but yeah, I got this melon, the melon flavored one. It's pretty good, man. I really like it, and I got. I'm pretty sure I got this for the last time I got a plug and play. It was the only one I got, but I got two cartridges. This one is the Berry Gang. Did I did I say that on this last? I'm I'm pretty sure I said that uh, strain here on this on this uh, podcast before. Berry Gang. Anybody try Berry Gang out there? Anybody? Berry Gang? Do we have any Berry Gangs? Okay, we're not here to talk about weed. Ladies and gentlemen, we're absolutely fired up today. And it is a pleasure to be here. It's great to be here. It's episode 421. 420 episodes. Be sure to check out episode 420. It's exclusively out and obviously available everywhere you get your show so check that last episode out uh, i went on a binge the other day for podcasts just because i feel like sometimes i don't pay attention to my work i don't appreciate it as much as i could but i also can use pointers i also can listen to listen for things i also can put myself in the mindset of someone else when it comes to looking for mistakes, when it comes to critiquing myself, when it comes to me being clear on specific topics or talking specifically about like a fight or talking specifically about something that I've seen or something I'm observing and all that. So that's one of my favorite things. And that's exactly what I was looking for the other day when I did that binge uh, po- binge podcast where I had like three podcasts back to back to back like that. But um, like I said, it doesn't matter when and how many podcasts we have. It just like every single fucking show will be better. That's exactly what I aim for. And some will be better than the others. I mean, all of them seem to be really amazing as of late. Honestly, I've said that a lot of times, but really, they really just have improved. And I can't I can't say that enough. And uh, as stacked as this show is, man, I'm going to have to uh, stay hydrated with this body armor mamba forever inspired by the late kobe bryant like i said shout out to kobe bryant's wife to getting that 14 million was it like 14 million dollar lawsuit because of the pictures and stuff with the, the helicopter crash this is a mamba for everyone kobe bryant's my favorite uh basketball player too or well he still is but he's dead now but yeah i'm gonna keep this bottle definitely put that up there or i might just keep it as my water bottle who knows 
which whichever one I feel the most comfortable with. Definitely after I'm done drinking it, of course, strawberry grape. Never really had a combination like that. But instead of spending six minutes of talking about bullshit, one of the main motivations here. Here we are. We are back on kicking it with the king. Here we are talking about my recent tweets, my Instagram posts, my wild, my wild promotion videos, everything, my post, my screen grabs, my Instagram stories, everything. Very aggressive, huh? You see them? You read them? Very detailed, very descriptive. Are you kidding me? Are you not paying attention? Oh my goodness. I know, guys. It's been absolutely fucking crazy. I know. And I can't say that I don't. I don't apologize, man. I'm just. I'm, I'm a wild man. I'm ready. I'm. I, I'm very focused, man. I'm really. I'm ha- really having a great time. I mean, generally, man. Whenever you see me posting shit like that or putting like, like, uh, just anything, man. It could be anything and everything. It doesn't mean I'm mad. I mean, there is a couple times when I'm pretty pissed, but you know, more times than anything, I've learned not to like. It makes me more mad because I can't write an intelligent post that sounds intelligent while I'm pissed off. I'm not pissed off. I don't ever get pissed off. You know what I mean? I get pissed off. You know, I've been able to handle it, you know, channel it. Um, I went to the gym like three out of the last five days, man. I feel great. I'm feeling a lot better. Um, obviously, like I said, we're going to recap the first session, obviously returning for like the first time physically in, in the kickboxing gym. Like I've been in the gym, like a regular, like the regular fitness gym, like I was explaining earlier and stuff. But like when it comes to like kickboxing, Muay Thai, all these, all the harder eight limbs and all that. Nope. As far as that, as far as a team, as far as all that, it's been a while. So we're going to talk about that. But let's let's start at the top. And there's so much to talk about. Like I said, nearly 10 minutes in and we haven't got to the main point. But uh, you see the latest uh, trailer for my recent call out of uh, Bigfoot Silva, Antonio Bigfoot Silva. Come on, Antonio Bigfoot Silva. I mean. He doesn't speak English, but I'm pretty sure he can get a translator. I mean, we're in the 21st century. I mean, we're on like the iPhone 15 already. Pretty sure you can translate every single word, let alone I'm pretty sure that uh doesn't even understand English that well. But uh, I'm pretty sure Alex Davis can uh, translate for him if I could even understand what Alex Davis was saying. Anybody that knows MMA, anybody that knows MMA managers, anybody that knows anything about anything in the sport and knows anything about some of the greatest fighters of the sport, obviously, if you were deeply entrenched in the MMA world, you know who Alex Davis is. Um, But yeah, man, it took me a hell of long to put together that video, man. Lots of thinking, lots of, I mean, it's, it's it's a lot of actual thoughts, though. I can't write lies. I can't think of lies. I can't lie in general, whether it's online or offline, man. I'm a bad liar. I get too uh, much anxiety from lying, man. Yeah, I can't even think about what to say when it comes to lying. You know what I mean? So everything, anything and everything I've said, I have believed is true. Especially if you look at anything and everything I've talked about on this show has all been, you know, strongly based towards fights and or recapping shit and thoughts about things and, you know, genuinely realistic things. You know, more times than anything. 95% of the time where we're not talking about hot women or uh, weed strains or alcohol or parties. 
or whatever. You know, when we're talking about the regular shit, we're talking about fights, we're talking about breakdowns, we're breaking down great fights, we're talking intelligently about this because it's generally a sport that I've fallen in love with and been in love with since 2010 and still active. And we're still going. And there's never going to be an end for the love and dedication to the sport. It's been here ever since, and it's not going anywhere. Anyone and everyone that knows me, anyone that knows themselves, anyone that's a huge fan of anything, whether you're a big fan of uh, basketball, whether you're a big fan of football, whether you're a big fan of boxing, doesn't matter. You're a big fan. You're a fan for a reason. I'm not a fan. I'm a fan and obviously a competitor myself. But, you know, obviously been, you know, I found what it is I was passionate about and ended up being something that I was not, not leaning on, but, you know, it's just... It's just my life. It's my world. It's all. That's all I. That's all I center myself towards for the most part. I mean, other than like you know, obviously great podcasts and stuff. I mean, you know, I like to share my insight as well because you know, just my my mindset. I'm the type of guy that observes, watches. You know, and when I study, I like to study. I like to learn. That's exactly why nobody's gonna beat me, and it's not gonna be easy. And. That's exactly why, because not only with the studying, not only with the learning, but the doing. I mean, I genuinely believe everything I say when I say that, because it's like, dude, I see so much stuff. I see things before other people see it. I can read people before, you know, they even think that I know anything about them or, you know, just in general, regardless if I've been around you for a little bit or a lot. There's a lot of things I can read about people when it comes to their personalities, how they carry themselves, what they do. And obviously, when it comes to these fights and when it comes to watching thousands and thousands, and th- you know, my friend the other day, I was telling her how much uh, how many fights and, you know, asking her to guess how many fights I've watched and observed my whole life. And on average, you look at how many UFC cards there are. Per year, let alone pay-per-views, let alone fight nights. Times that by 12 months, the whole year. There's 12 months in a year, right? And multiple UFC events. Let's just say four or five. Let's just say four to be safe. Four to be safe per month. And there's 12 months, right? So four times or 12 times four. But that's not even counting just the events. I don't just watch the live events. I go, I watch past fights. I watch old fights. I watch, you know, the fights I've rewatched. And I've, I've watched a lot, man. I've seen a lot of uh, a lot of footage, lots of different things in general, man, in, in front of that and in person. You know, it's the game is, is really evolving, man. You know, really got to have some of the most, obviously, like, you know, you got to have... Your, your ducks in a row because you know you can't just show up to this game you can't just be in this game and and um expect greatness you, you you've got to work for it you gotta you gotta uh be able to strategize and i've strategized for many years you know obviously it's been so long i mean of course i mean two plus years ago i would have loved to fight i would have loved to compete i would have loved i have loved to box but life's life and I'd rather have been in this era now than anything. 26 years of age, young, fresh, hungry. I mean, if you're wondering why I picked Bigfoot Silva, if you're wondering why all these promotion videos, all these different things about Bigfoot Silva, about me talking about Bigfoot Silva, because realistically, look at this. He has not won a fight in since 2015. I believe I was like 19 at the time 
I mean, that's still an adult. That's a young ass freaking person. Though. I mean, his last win. I mean, it it was it Soa Soa. His name's Soa Soa Pileli. Yeah, so it's like last one was like in the UFC, but ever since then on guard, like ninety nine point nine percent of the time, his his losses were by knockout, and he was losing. He hasn't won since then. I mean, I I don't know about training sessions. I don't know how he trained. I don't know if he if he spars anymore. You know, we don't know. No one knows except him. But all we know, and all the rest of the world knows, is that this guy gets knocked out in every other fight. But if you're trying to wonder where my point comes in, if you're trying to wonder where I'm, where 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 I come in, you want, if you're wondering why, if you're, uh, I'm calling him for the first challenge, uh, if you're wondering, wonder, wondering why I pick Bigfoot Silva for the call out, why do I believe I can beat Bigfoot Silva? I know all you guys want to know. I know it sounds crazy. I know you guys don't know who I am. I know all these people are going to say, you don't have enough followers. No one listens to your show. You're just a troll. You really can't fight. Blah, 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 blah. Man, shut the fuck up, you fucking pussies. I'm here. We're ready. We're ready to go, man. You know, and like I said, uh, I don't know if you if you guys check it out. I mean, it's available. It's on the, the promotion videos on all of our social media channels and all that and uh, do you guys want to see it real quick well no one can see it i mean there's no audio or anything like that i mean yeah but bigfoot silva call out i mean that would be a one tough fight i mean if you look at it yeah physically he's a huge dude yeah man he's has a, he has a huge massive head he's just freaking massive in general man he is like a little bit like a literal bigfoot i mean do you see that fight with fedor He's on top, pounding his face in. I mean, Bigfoot Silva's, man, he's a huge guy, man. I mean, look at his wins. He's had some significant wins. The win over Overeem, that was significant. Obviously, I mean, you look at the tra- that trajectory of the fight. I mean, Overeem was winning most of the all the exchanges until the third round, and then that's when that Silva unleashed that uh, crazy-ass combo. But even in that position, his punches are super slow. I mean, Overeem was just... Uh, you know, fucked up and, and, and hurt at that point. And, you know, regardless of that, I mean, great finish. No, I mean, it was great and stuff, but it, it's a big win. I'm not going to discredit someone's win. That's not the way to go. I mean, it's, come on. It doesn't matter. We're trying to get a fight here, but it doesn't mean you go back and insult someone's past performances. That was crazy. That was unexpected. No one ever seen him like, I mean, they seen him get beaten and stuff, but no one ever seen him, I don't know, beaten up like that. Bigfoot Silva, I mean, I mean, his other wins, the only win he's ever had, I mean, was was Travis Brown. He fought Travis Brown. He fought, uh, he fought Travis Brown. He's fought, um, uh, Mark Hunt. That was, did he fight, he fought Mark Hunt, like, twice or something like that. I think, yeah, they had that, that epic heavyweight fight, the, the, I forgot which one that was. Um... Yeah, I forgot when. We're going to have to Google Bigfoot Silva. I mean, I I, I I knew from personal memory that Bigfoot had him won since in hella long. Like, his last 10 fights, people have been calling for his retirement. There has, uh, there has, uh, hasn't been a, a, a fight that's been close. I mean, he had, he's, he's fought a lot of different organizations. And I don't, I mean, there's been a lot of notable organizations as well as some, 
you know, Russian organizations and all these other fucking organizations and shit like that. I mean, he's finding fights, he's getting fights, and I mean, maybe that's all he lives and breathes is fights. And maybe even being knocked out as many times as he's been knocked out, man, he still fills the edge to compete. That's an honorable guy. That's a dangerous guy. I mean, maybe, maybe he just likes to fight. Some people like to fight, but... I mean, to me, it's like, dude, if someone's getting their ass beat multiple times in a row, and, like, when you go home, when you go back to the gym, it's like, like, is everybody blind? Like, how, how do you not feel shitty about yourself? I mean, maybe there's something more. Maybe it's literally all he knows. And, you know, all respects to, you know, there's no disrespect to any of these fighters out here, man. Like I said, there's a bunch of fighters that just, their life is living, breathing, fighting. I mean, maybe Bigfoot lives and breathes fighting and he doesn't know anything else. Some people just don't know anything else and that's completely all right. I'm just stating facts. Has he not won a fight since 2015? Let's go down. Let's scroll down. Scroll down, motherfucker. Here, have you, look, so politely. That's his lone win since 2015 and he wasn't winning before that, though. Uh, so his one lone win... Since 2015, it was against Solo Pelele back at UFC 190. We're on like UFC 278 now. And before that, by the way, um, he was uh, coming off of two losses before that Solo Pelele fight. And then you go down. He was knocked out by Andre Olovsky in those two fights. And he was knocked out by Frank Mir. That was that beautiful one where Frank Mir was, you know, he kind of, he was like sleeping people with his hands. And, you know, that, that knockout where Bigfoot Silva was actually very impressive by Frank Mir, too. Um, Mark Hunt. Speaking of Mark Hunt, I call Mark Hunt. The Mark Hunt would be a really fun one, man. Because Mark Hunt's big, you know, um, probably like a couple inches taller. I don't know about the reach and stuff, but man, he has some thick legs. He's he's strong. He has a good chin. I mean, if I'm not one to really put on the fight, I'm not the type of guy that's gonna be like, oh, fight of the night. Oh, you hit me a couple times. I'm gonna hit you a couple times. No, man, it's hit. Don't be don't hit, and don't get hit. You know, you'll be in and out, but in and out. I'm not gonna let nobody hit sit there and land and stuff but you know if i had to if there would be one fight i'll set everything aside and just let it go would be mark hunt man what a fight i would be crazy but yeah so bigfoot silva fought mark hunt lost he's fought mark hunt twice both in the ufc the first one was uh hunt versus bigfoot in 2013 then he goes a couple years later fights him at UFC 193. That's when he lost by TKO. The first one was a no contest because Silva tested positive for steroids. So, yeah, fighting a steroid user. And Silva, go ahead. I don't mind if you use steroids. You can use all this. I don't care. I'm not going to ask you to drug test. You don't even have to drug test. So, promoters, anybody, you guys don't have to drug test this guy. I don't care, man. Because, like, uh, fam- like fr- famously, like, Frankie Edgar said this or something. Not that, you know, he said this a while ago. But something about, like, the pleasure of beating someone even, even when you know they're on steroids, you know. And knowing that you beat a juice head like that. You know, it will be a win not only for me, not only for my hometown, not only for the fans, not only for my closest friends and family. But it'll be a win for everybody that's gone wrongfully beaten up by steroid heads like my man Luke Rockhold, you know, people that are doing juices and stuff. We don't have places for cheaters in this sport and we're going to and I'm going to take Bigfoot Silva's head home. I'm going to have Bigfoot Silva's head on my mantle. 
You look at all these knockout losses. I mean, Travis Brown tore his ACL in his fight. That was a, the fight Bigfoot had against uh, when Travis blew out his ACL. And then when he came right in the UFC, that was that UFC 146 card with all the heavyweight main card shit. He got his ass beat by Kane. And then before that, he got beat by Daniel Cormier. I mean, so he, like, started his career off essentially, like, fighting, uh, you know, obviously till he got to his, like, 10th fight, he started fighting people. But his first real opponent, honestly, on his MMA record was Rico Rodriguez. That was in 2008. Rico Rodriguez. What a hell. What a hell of a fight. Yeah, Rico Rodriguez, man. That's What a, what a hell of a fight. I mean, he's fought Rico Rodriguez, guys like Fabricio Verdum, Arlovsky, Cormier, Velasquez. He's fought... A lot of the best guys in the world. And very very much so has lost to all the best in the world. And very viciously too. I mean, look at look at these. Look, his last fight. Who the fuck is that guy? Olive Pohl? What the fuck? That's his name? Guys, Bigfoot to the loss against a guy named Olive Pohl. KO punch. NMA series fifty-three. That was just uh what is it? That was what June? June 24th that was like a few months ago not that long ago if you're fighting and you got knocked out that's not a long time ago before that june 13th that was last year but dude i swear he's had way more fights than it's listed on here dude this is not accurate no way there's no fucking way but point is he hasn't been win- winning and i don't think he will win anymore i mean who knows Maybe after, like, the 20th loss in a row. But my point, like I said, guys, we like to make valid points. And we like to explain things clearly here so people can understand. You know what I mean? So my point is to other people. They look at this as, oh, it's a troll job. Or this guy's not being serious. Or this is is, isn't real or you know this guy's gonna get smashed this is a you know he doesn't have any followers nobody listens to his podcast all the different excuses all the little petty insults all the little high school insults and you know talking about people's followers and shit like you sound like a pussy when you talk about followers or little kids sound like that like just fight the fights man don't worry about followers and who knows who and what because that's where the 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 best champions and best contenders and best future you know future stars come from man all these great fighters all the greatest fighters in the world all the top contenders all these big stars in any organizations more notably the ufc i mean i'm looking more at the ufc as motivation when it comes to like looking at people who are no name stars i mean there's there's tons of guys that i've seen fight and at first, I didn't know who they were. And then, you know, I go back and I watch their fights or I realize who they fought against or who they have wins against. And, you know, it's it's nice to know about all the fighters. Just know it's, there's a bunch of them, man. And like I said, I, I made a whole list of people I would love to fight, but I pushed the hardest for the Bigfoot one. I don't mind, though. Because honestly, on top of that, we're, we still have to recap. We're, there's still so much here, ladies and gentlemen. We're, we're almost 30 minutes in. Can you believe that? Um, there's still so much. I mean, I'd call it Mark Hunt, Tito Ortiz, slow as hell, one of the worst boxers, one of the, some of the worst boxing I've ever seen, known for his vicious ground and pound and wrestling and stuff. But as far as a boxing match, dude, he got murdered by Silva. Take Tito. I wonder who has a bigger head, Antonio Silva or Tito Ortiz. Imagine I just go and beat, beat, the fuck out of 
every MMA fighter or former UFC fighter with a big-ass head. That would be a fun way to win. I mean, obviously add them all to my list. I mean, why not shoot your shot? Why not aim high? Because if you don't aim high, what the hell are you going to accept? I mean, I've seen the greatest. I've, I've witnessed the greatest, man. I've been around some of the greatest. I mean, I've talked to some of the greatest. You know, I've... I love the sport, man. I'm dedicated to the sport. I've learned so much. I've uh, so much in over a decade and stuff plus of, of falling and being close to the sport. I mean, everything, man. I, you know, I shoot sh- shoot shots high and I aim for high. And I mean that. Like I said, there's nothing that, that I said or anything in these promos or anything that I've ever posted about when it comes to this particular topics. I'm, I wouldn't back away from it. It would be something I would want, something I believe in. That title belt, you see, that's just a reminder of every belt that I'm going to have. I'm going to have multiple belts. I'm going to have all the belts. I'm going to fight the champions. I'm going to fight. It doesn't even matter. Like, you think about the first ever call out, you know, people want to be like, oh, call on Bigfoot, too, blah, blah, blah. He's coming off a win streak and all that. I'm not a, a lose lose streak, like a, a massive losing streak. I mean, if you want to talk shit, for, for example, I mean, if I were to talk shit about and look at it from the outside and look at it from someone else's point of view, I'll think about it like this either. Oh, you know, he's going to be so happy and proud over a win over a guy who's been winless. And I bragged about it. I'm openly bragging about it right now. But the thing is, I don't give a fuck. And the thing is, for the first one, for the first pro fight, to have a win over a former title challenger, former UFC title challenger, I mean, wins over Fedor, you mean, fought the lights of Fabrizio Verdun, fought Cain Velasquez. Come on, dude. Fought in the UFC. He's fought everywhere. He's fought everywhere, anywhere, and everywhere. Bigfoot's not a legend, but he is one of those classic strike force fighters that's still going and still getting knocked out. And if you caught a glimpse of one of the, the clips, I said, I know for sure he's been knocked out nine, nine out of 99.9% of the time in all of his last 10 fights. Nine, or, or TKO'd couple of those little no contest bullshits but the thing that i said in that tiny post well that specific part of that whole video was even if i seen the finish even if i seen the opportunity i won't take it i'll chant it just for you i'm not gonna chant it there won't won't be much of a chance for you but i'm gonna carry it i'm gonna let this go the whole distance i'm gonna be ahead Every minute of every second, every round of that fight will be ahead. I will play with you. Use you like a punching bag. You know, you'll be my punching bag. A nice, big, walking punching bag. However, like I said, he possesses some nasty power, man. If he lands, ugh, that jaw won't feel good. Nasty, probably knockout. Be on the Who, who would want to be on the receiving knockout? Because realistically, I respect Everybody, the fight's in there. You know what I mean? So being on the wrong end of a knockout, ooh, that would sting a lot more because of all the shit talk. And that's exactly what we've seen in lots of different fights. In the UFC and any other organizations, if you think about the best trash talkers, you think about what happens to trash talkers and stuff. I mean, for myself, when 
roles reverse, someone's shit talking to me. And, you know, I'm just like, you know, I'm going to prove you wrong. And, you know, there's some shit that people say that's pretty stupid sometimes. And you can't ignore it and stuff. But for the most part, man, like I said, I'm just letting the words, I'm going to let the actions do the talking and speaking of the action. We return to action uh, last week on Tuesday. So, um, I, already, I, you know, I had looked to find a really good gym that I could, uh, you know, obviously feel comfortable with. I mean, I, I, I mean, I like the Diaz gym and all that. I mean, I thought it was cool that they had one in, um, what is Lodi and all that, you know, it's, uh, Antica, I believe. I mean, there's Diaz gyms everywhere. I mean, there's Gracie gym, but you know, I, I thought that would be a good gym to, uh, train at originally, but I don't know if you remember, but I don't, uh, it was on my Instagram once. So one of the fighters that trained out of their gym had a, a fake account or there was a fake account of that fighter trying to ask me for some like money and shit on some cash app bullshit. So I just like posted about it and talked about it. And, you know, I was kind of talking to one of the, um, not talking, but, you know, just like followed by, uh, you know, a lot of the MMA people online, like the journalists and shit like that. So I was talking to one of the, uh, one of them, you know, DMing and like, what the fuck? This guy's trying to ask me for money and shit. Like, you know, then if I say no, then that's going to look bad. And the first days of the Diaz gym and knowing how those how those guys are, they're like little thugs and stuff and like little gangsters. And it's like, dude, I'm a gangster in the cage. I don't have that that persona outside the cage. I'm cool with everybody. I'm I'm friendly. I laugh a lot. I like to I like to talk. Uh, I like to talk. I like to entertain, man. I really don't have any enemies, man. The only enemies I decided to make are in the fight game because my belief in myself and my skill and and, and sadly people are gonna have to realize and gonna have to see and gonna have to uh, realize and understand that we're for real. So it's gonna be undeniable once I knock out every single person that I fight. I mean, yeah, I said it also in the video. Even if it's not Bigfoot Silver, whoever it will be, whoever it will be, will be face down and their heads will be bounced off the campus or boxing ring, regardless. It will be bounced off the cage, the ring, and any Anywhere. All I know is I'm going to be bouncing heads, breaking faces, and cashing checks, baby. And winning and, uh, and uh, you know, establishing my legacy the way that I've always imagined and the way that I want and, and everything that I've ever wanted and everything that I'm going to go for. I'm going to go for it and give everything I have. So if you think you're safe, Bigfoot Silva, any of these guys, man, you guys aren't safe. Because I've been waiting for this moment and been preparing for this moment over and 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 over again. So whoever it is, Bigfoot Silva, Marcon, Frank Mir, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Bigfoot Silva, Marcon. Who's that no-name motherfucker in Bellator? Uh, who's trying to talk shit too? I mean, off by anybody. I looked up any. I looked up literally all the different promotions. I mean, from like Ryzen and KSW. I mean, even it could be some local shows, man. There's some local shows in 209. I mean, I always like to fight in, in hometown and stuff like that. Uh, um, there's lots, man. Florida. Speaking of that, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I mean, hopefully you're looking to have some good news here soon, but um, there's a organization I mean, talking at, you know, like I said, we're here to make history. We're here to, to do things that nobody else 
well, people have done, but you know, we're here to do things. We're here to accomplish things. Like I said, I'm not the type of person that's going to lie. It's going to bullshit. You know what I mean? So, and talks, you know, and obviously, it's crossing my fingers, man. I'm waiting on that call, but, uh, I think we can talk about it. I don't know if we can. I mean, no, I mean, I don't know if I'll get in trouble. I mean, there's no one told me I couldn't. Just little like DMs and messages and stuff. So, um, talking uh, about, I, think, I don't know if you guys heard of it, but um, Rise Fighting Championship. I mean, there's like I said, there's hella organizations out there, man. But um, like Rise Fighting Championship, like yeah, they follow a couple of the gym uh, American Top Team. Yeah, there's a lot. They follow a lot. I mean, they follow a lot of really good accounts and a lot of really good uh, celebrities, too. Rise Fighting Championship uh, out of Florida. Palm Beach, Florida. There's a lot of leagues in Florida. I mean, Masvidal's Boxing League and all that. There's so much, man. More than I can even name. But, yeah, man. I uh, messaged. I mean, I obviously let them know. I mean, you know, as fighters as people. When you're looking for a fight, when you're looking to fight, obviously you got to shoot your shot. It doesn't matter where it is. Eagle FC, Rise FC, I mean, celebrity boxing, that'd be cool for a boxing fight. I first win in boxing, regardless if it's a celebrity boxing match or not, I'm going to be one and all in boxing. I'm going to be one and all in MMA, and I'm going to be undefeated in both of them. Boxing, MMA, it does not matter. And first off, the first five. And MMA will not be close. Rise said that I had to win my first five. And my first professional fight. My first professional fight will be against Bigfoot Silva. And I could have amateur fights. I could take, you know, side fights and all that. But, you know, I'm just excited to fight. It doesn't matter who. I, I'll take whatever route. I mean, I'm going whatever route. I'm going to go all, all steam ahead. So it's just going to be wherever it is. Who, whoever answers first. Not whoever answers first, but whoever answers first and is the best choice. You know what I mean? You know, we, we know our worst as people. We know what would fit the best, what would work the best for our schedule. And um, by the way, Rise Fighting Championship, if you're listening... And when you when you're listening, and when everybody starts to pay attention, you guys will pay attention. You guys will know very soon. Ooh, here we are. Uh, this light heavyweight matchup of this organization. I don't know who either of these guys are, but I know I can beat them. <laughs> I've seen I've seen so much. There's there's none of, nothing in these guys in these other organizations, especially not not these two guys. I know for sure I could beat them. Del who's Del Fara versus Torres. I mean, all respects, man, but we're all trying to get somewhere. But my fast track would be to knock out people like Bigfoot Silva. I mean, I would go to your gym, Bigfoot Silva. Come on. And quit doubting me, Alex Davis. Come on, Alex Davis. As a competitor yourself, you know you got to have belief in yourself. If you don't have belief in yourself, where the fuck are you going to be at? In in anywhere in life. You know what I mean? But uh, you guys want to... Gonna, we're going to check this out. We're going to check out the latest promo because... I, I it took me hella long to make it honestly so honestly yeah I did it all myself all the words are written and curated by yours truly so let's check out the promotion for it it's not just for Bigfoot Silva it's for everybody it's for any fighters it's any of these guys anybody that anybody that that's run that has ran their mouth or anybody that I will compete against it doesn't matter who who the first fight is it, it matters 
that. I'm going to win. Regardless, it matters that the the outcome will always be with me on top winning. There's not going to be an outcome where I lose the first one, second one, third one, any of them. Because I'm going to make sure that I don't lose. Easier said than done. Fuck you. Because you don't know me. Nobody knows. You don't have any footage. You don't have anything. You don't have anything on me. So that's the best part about it. There won't be any footage because there won't, won't be any rats or snakes and anybody that comes out. Nobody from the Briz, no one from Antonio Silva's camp. I'm not going to deal with none of that stuff. I'm not a, in a, a big gym that has a lot of big mouths and stuff like that. You know, it's going to be very controlled. And it's going to, I'm telling you, it's going to be over for anybody that has to compete against me. Especially not only just because how long I wanted to fight, how motivated I am, how, how things in life from situations or things that upset me or adversities or bad times or anything under the sun. And whatever it is that motivates you is what motivates you. And the idiots and all those people and all that that you've come across and stuff, whether you come across a lot of those people in your life, those could be your motivations. Wherever it is you get your motivation is where you get your motivation from. You know what I mean? So um, I'm going to go back. I want to go back. I was talking during this entire thing. There's no audio, though, so... I mean, public service message to you, Bigfoot Silva. Line them up. Come on, Valor. What is it? Valor FC? No, not Valor FC. Um, rise fighting. Rise fighting. Rising. Let's go, rising. Russia? Japan? Either one. I don't know about Russia. I'm kind of nervous. Maybe the Eagle FC. Like, let me, let me do that in Florida or something like that. No, no Russia or Brazil. Especially now that Tony is still. Even it, like, ooh, that's an interesting one. Well, like, what if I got offered Antonio Silva in Brazil? I don't know. To be honest with you, there's not. I, I'm not scared of any man on the planet. I'm not scared. I mean, I, I same shit, same shit. I still still believe every single thing I said. But in Brazil, dude, in in the backyard of of Silva, that would be scary, man. They'll kidnap me and, and eat me for dinner or cut my head off and send it home or something to the house. I wouldn't want to traumatize people like that, man. I'm just kidding. Nah, Brazil, I would, but that would be freaking scary, honestly. But no, I don't trust any of those motherfuckers out there, especially not not if it wasn't like a like a, like a UFC-protected event, like a Bellator. Like the people that, like, you know, they aren't sketchy. Like, if you get some sketchy-ass promotion or some shit like that, you know, it would be kind of weird. But regardless of that... Any of these, any of these promotions, like I said, any of these fight promotions, it doesn't even matter if it's like I said, if it, it doesn't even matter if it's Bigfoot Silver or not. We literally almost spent an hour talking about this because how important it is. Even if it's not Bigfoot Silver, doesn't matter. Rise fighting championship, any of these championships, it doesn't matter. I don't care how many fights I have or I don't have any of that. I'm gonna beat all these people, it's regardless. At least in these divisions, I mean, there's heavyweight, light heavyweight. I mean, I'm trying to think. I mean, there's ways. I mean, I feel like I definitely could make light heavyweight. It's just a matter of proper dieting, eating right, drinking the right amount of fluids, and, and working out efficiently. You know, I've been going to the gym, working out. Um, what is that, 225? Yeah, 225. But, you know, I'm a big guy. I'm a tall guy. But I feel like these heavyweights are huge, man. These big, these dudes are huge. At least it just depends. I mean, it just could be. The way that I see it, but yeah, light heavyweight seems fun. It's a big uh, 205, but you know, I'll take the heavyweights, man, until, until uh, I decide to drop all the way down. No, how about you come up? 
open weight. It doesn't matter. Heavyweight, light heavyweight. It doesn't matter, man. Whichever one. I mean, I, I, I'm going to see, honestly, nine times out of ten, I would pick heavyweight. And I think 99% will be heavyweight probably first. Whatever happens. Anything can happen. I can get offered light heavyweight or heavyweight. Have to cut my legs off to make anything under the light heavyweight limit. If anything, I make two ten or something. I don't know. I don't know about no two oh five. Maybe. Who knows? We nearly spent uh, ha- almost a full hour talking about this, but like I said, I believe in myself. Like I said, I know what I can do, and people know what I can do. Coaches have seen it. And, and what I've been told and what, what people have seen and, and, you know, obviously what I've been, been able to accomplish, what I know, you know, obviously from the podcast, obviously from being able to study, obviously from learning from the best guys, obviously going to some of the best gyms to learn and get wisdom and stuff and talking to some of the best fighters and, and the best coaches and stuff in the world. And lots of advice, lots of tactics, lots of planning. I'm just sorry to whoever has to fight me first because it's not going to be easy. I'll bounce Tito Ortiz's head off the canvas. I'll beat the shit out of Mark Hunt. I'll beat the shit out of Bigfoot. I feel bad. I I, I love Mark Hunt. I'm just kidding. Mark Hunt, I love you. I bet Bigfoot Silva, Tito Ortiz. You know, Tito Ortiz is one of my biggest um, inspirations growing up as a kid. But, you know, I want love for one of those to be idol versus, uh, you know, rival versus idol. I mean, we, I could sell that one in a heartbeat. Would a Tito want that? No, I'm pretty sure none of these guys will want that smoke. I'm pretty sure I'm going to hear the stupid ass excuses. Oh, yo, those you are. You only got a hundred followers. How about fuck you and Instagram took down my original Instagram account where I had over 2,000 followers. I mean, I don't give a fuck about followers, man. What I give a fuck about is balancing heads off canvases and breaking faces. That's all that matters. In the ring, in the ring, in the box ring, in the MMA cage, it does not matter. And speaking of MMA rings and boxing and all that, um, we will recap the first training session in two plus years. I mean, I come back. I mean, it doesn't even matter. It's kickboxing, MMA kickboxing. It doesn't matter. But boxing-wise... Fight what boxing wise, I could, I've been boxed. I could have been fought. I could have been knocked some motherfuckers out. Even after two years. Even after, I mean, I still was in the regular gym. I mean, I have great cardio, great, great footwork. I mean, my hands are better than anything. You know, at this gym, you know, whew, let me tell you, if you think your, your cardio is uh, great, you have no idea unless you're actually in a, a gym like that, man. We had, to, we were throwing high kicks. Um, they, they have the, the long bags, you know, for Muay Thai and stuff. So we were throwing uh, multiple high kicks, like three high kicks uh, per side and stuff so like that. Like, so if you're a southpaw, you throw your left leg three separate times and practice the check. So they wanted you to throw a, a nasty left body kick, like a left nasty left body kick. It wasn't a left high kick we were throwing. We were throwing the left, the nasty left body kicks and doing the the check, the check kicks, you know, like when you ch- you check them, we were checking the kicks, and we were throwing the th- throwing the kicks, and then throwing the right hand, like a right hand uh, jab, right afterwards. And it's less than like three seconds. I mean, like probably like a five second combination or a little bit less. But yeah, so when we we throw in three hard kicks on each side, and and the thing for me is that I'm southpaw, so I'm southpaw, and I'm not used to switching. Uh, like, I mean, great foot, great footwork, great movement and all that. But when it comes to, like, having power in my right leg, like, my right leg, I, mean, I have power in my, my knees and, and legs and stuff. But, like, 
and and feet, my hands and feet. But I feel money wise, my left kick, my my left body kicks nasty. Man, I was we were throwing those, and there was a couple of those were very very nasty. A couple of them I threw, man, those were freaking nasty, man. I'd say my my body kicks are nasty. Man, they definitely got a lot more. Uh, pop and power and stuff, man. Inspired by the Luke, Luke's. Remember Luke's fight uh, last week, the one he had with Paulo when he was landing all those nasty kicks, dude. All those nasty body kicks. Oh my god, it was crazy, dude. But yeah, we we're throwing the body kicks, three on each side, and you know me having to get used to the stance. The the stance. Now it wasn't the the fact that, I mean, it was just the fact that my stance, my unorthodox skills, and you know my movement, everything's a lot different. You know, it's not that I didn't wasn't able to to do it it was just a cardio the cardio wasn't as sharp as you know obviously that i thought it was going to be but no it's it's sharp it's just i had underestimated um you know obviously you know how much more work that i should have done i mean i should have done a lot more cardio i should have taken a lot more seriously but like i said this last couple uh weeks was crazy and i kind of just you know jumped at the opportunity and figured you know i just get out of this fucking hell hole and and uh you know start resume the training and stuff and i was talking about maybe coming back in september to training and stuff but you know i jumped at the opportunity i came back um man my cardio was t- i was tired man but I, I you know i had a second wind you know i still i still i still gave everything man it was just all about the the technique it was all about sharpening the tools and let me tell you when i get ready we get ready and and the second i left that gym man i i, I mean not even the second i left even right after everything man i was so tired originally and you know, I felt like I wanted to throw up and all that, man. Everybody has their sessions, everybody, you know, but I did see a lot. I promise. Oh, yeah, definitely for sure. I mean, there's just the cardio. That's all in this, you know, obviously the different stances and, you know, it was obviously Muay Thai kickboxing. So it was my first time going to Muay Thai. Well, not, no, actually, no, because I was at the, the American Top Team, but this one was a little, I mean, I don't know if it was just, it's been a while or something like that, but for me, the way I stand with my stance and stuff, I can't stand traditional or be a certain way, like, I, I have to be able to be unorthodox and unpredictable, man, these people are so predictable, I mean, watching, um, I don't know. I don't want to say it like that, but I'm just saying like I see I see a lot of holes, and I notice so much shit people don't see. I mean, I study footage, I study everything. I see things even in person. I've seen training sessions, seen lots of training sessions, and I see things and I see things that I can exploit easier said than like I said, but it's still something that I feel and believe in myself, and I know exactly what I'm gonna be capable of, and. I see holes in the game, and I'm just telling you, man, I'm a different level. I'm going to take these motherfuckers' heads home with me and put them on my mantle. So I did good. I feel I did good, other than the cardio and getting the, the stances and stuff and the combinations and stuff, because they were kind of, like, a little bit awkward. I mean, there are more, there, I have to admit, like, there are more tie. Uh, you know, there was a couple of them where you had to do, uh, like, kind of grab their head and pretend like if we're going to knee them. But we weren't kneeing the people. It, we're kneeing the bag so then we're practicing a lot of different things like leg checks and certain stuff and you know after my session i was watching a lot of the young kids it's adults and kids together sparring and stuff and they have their different days and stuff but i returned on tuesday so i took a i took a you know break not a break that i need not like i needed a break you know obviously it's the first time in a while but there's a lot of obstacles outside obviously that you have to pay attention to you got to make sure like i wasn't even really drinking that much water i mean i'm my sleep as like the last couple of weeks and stuff have been so terrible i've eaten properly or been able to 
not eat properly, just not eating at the right time, not eating a good amount of like something or not drinking enough water. Just regular things, man. Just a lot of shit going on. So a lot of things thinking about and stuff like that. So the day after I went right to the gym. You know, I've been working on cardio. I had a great, car- great few card, last few cardio sessions, man. The one of the other day it was like, was it yesterday or the day before? Yes, it was either yesterday or the day before. It was like a two-hour session of cardio, straight cardio. I mean, had like three thirty-second breaks. Other than that, I got some water and all that. Speaking of water, my mouth's fucking dry. We've been going for almost an hour, and we're not even done yet. We're not even close to being done, man. But we should release this one exclusively for the Bigfoot Silver people, exclusively for all you motherfuckers that are out there doubting me. Alex Davis, don't doubt me. None of you motherfuckers will doubt me. You guys doubt me, and you're going to see your favorite fighter. You're going to see yourself get disappointed, and I'm pretty sure you don't want that, especially from a nobody, right? You will know who I am after this. I guarantee it. Anyways, guys, let's cut to commercial break. We're not going anywhere. We're, we're, We're right here. And we will put the times in the description for this episode so you know exactly where to scroll. If you don't want to listen to me bullshit, if you want to skip the Bigfoot Silver stuff, you want to hear me talk about everything else, then, or if you want to just sit there and listen to the whole fucking show, go right ahead. We're going to take a drink real quick, though, and cut to a quick commercial break because, like I said, I was thirsty. I drank a lot of liquid today. I've been thirsty this whole entire podcast so far, and I still have to pee. You ever do that? Still have to pee, yet you still drink something even though you have to fucking pee? But, yeah, we'll be right back. And uh, we are back. Like I said, guys, thank you all for joining us today. Obviously, appreciate every one of you guys. We're not going anywhere, but just wanted to give a little quick appreciation to you guys, to everybody, everybody that tunes and everybody listens, everybody that, that obviously takes the time out of the day to listen to us whether you're in your car whether you're in your house whether you're in anywhere it doesn't matter where the fuck you are as long as you stream us as long as you rate us five stars as long as you enjoy everything that you are hearing and tuning in for ladies and gentlemen we will continue to deliver regardless but like i said this shows what a, what a hell of a show it's been so far but um to continue on with our great show um just quickly a little update for you guys um we will be answering some questions live Obviously, we're live. We're not live right now. It's it's uh, nearly it's it's nearly two a.m. By the way, we started at one one a.m. I'm not tired at all. That's all. It's just it's been a long day. I slept a lot, um, and I am restless, man. My mind has been restless at night. I've been thinking. I've been imagining. I've been visualizing. You know everything from the first fights. I mean these callouts. And realistically, like yeah, these callouts. These callouts. If I can't get these, if I can't get big glutes, if I can't get any of that, for sure, I'll, I'll take I'll take any of these. You know, obviously, uh, there's uh, these young guys, these young contenders, these future contenders, man, these these superstars, these unknowns that people don't know anything about. They're absolute savages, and probably a lot more of a, a sk- not. Sk- I'm not gonna say that they're more skilled than I am. It's just that you would on paper it would seem like, oh, they're gonna beat the he's gonna beat this guy up. Like, no. That that's 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 the most untrue thing. Cause I'm gonna beat every anyone and everyone that I fight and compete against. And it's not gonna be it's not gonna be uh what is it called? Obviously I was gonna say it's not gonna be easy, but it's gonna be easy for me. It's not gonna be 
easy for them. It's going to be one of the hardest times of their life, of their career. It doesn't matter at what stage of your career. It doesn't matter if you're about to fight for a title. It doesn't matter if you lost your fight. It doesn't matter if you won in impressive fashion. I'm going to beat the fuck out of anyone. Including you, Bigfoot Silva. Bigfoot Silva, first of all, I don't see why Why not. I don't see why he wouldn't want to do that, right? Other than nobody knows who I am and all that other bullshit and not enough notoriety. I mean, what? how do I stand out versus any of the other people in the world? Uh, oh, you will know. Just fucking wait. You will fucking know, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, let's move along. <laughs> all right. Let's move away from the fighting and... Uh, a couple questions. These aren't these these are uh, some interesting questions. A little bit of variety of a little bit of everything. So this is the last uh, leg of this episode. Like I said, I can't wait. These these are some funny questions. Let's take a freaking hit of this uh, of this plug and play though. This melon shit's delicious, baby. So the first question. On our list, ladies and gentlemen, this list is brought to you by your mama. I'm just kidding. Um, is it weird to date slash fuck around with a woman who has a kid? Very the kid that's very close in age to you. Oof. I've been there. <coughs> I'm not gonna say hella times, but quite a few significant times. I'd say like probably like mm, Talk to wise, date wise, um, like I mean, just date wise, like relationship wise, I haven't really like I don't I can't really I don't can't really say I've been with too many girls. I mean, all the relationships I've had, I don't think that they no they haven't had kids. I mean, there's people that I was talk to talking to for a little bit or you know like I guess you can call it the trial having trial period multiple trial periods with man. But either they had baby daddy issues, either they're just a fucking idiot, or I realize they're a fucking idiot, just like I still do nowadays. I mean, I don't mind that. But um, is it weird to date a woman that has a kid that's close in age? I mean, for me, I I like um, I mean, women are absolutely beautiful, mind you. Me, women are amazing, man. There's, they come in all shapes and sizes. You can have all the preferences in the world that you want, man. There's a lot of beautiful women out there, man. Big, skinny. I don't use the word fat because even as an athlete, even as like in the gym, I mean, if you think about me, I like the gym, like fighting, like all those other different shit like that. But for me, I love Latinas. There's some fine ass Latinas, let alone Latina moms. But I have morals, and you know what I mean by that? Is that I'm realistic, too. Because if you date a woman that has kids, you're you're dating her whole, like, her whole family, in a way. Ugh. And <coughs> that's not even the worst part. Especially baby daddy issues, man. Fuck no. And... Oddly, in some ways, is disturbing. But I don't know. I mean, what? I mean, it's not weird. I mean, like for me, like I said, I'm 26, and like the older girl that I ever um, was with, not with, but talked to was like 34, 36. I mean, I was 19 years old talking to 
people that are like 25 at the time. Like I would be 19 talking to people that are 25 and here I am 25, 26, 27 talking to people that are like 34, 35 to 40 years old. I mean, man, age, age is uh, obviously a number, but obviously when it comes to grownups and, and people you would think are mature, some of these motherfuckers aren't mature at all. So, you know, I mean, like I said, it's weird when bitches tell me that. Or I shouldn't say bitches like that. What? I'm sorry. I apologize. We take that back. Can we edit that last part out? No. When they say, like, I call them bitches because more times than anything, those people I talked to, it went to, it was like horse shit or something. So they deserve to be called bitches. I don't apologize for that. Let's not edit that last part out. But they would, uh, what were they saying? Like, they would say, like, something, like, I don't know, man. It just, it just... Like, they would, oh, okay, so they would be like, oh, I have a son that's, like, 21, and a daughter that's, like, 14, and when she says a 21, uh, she says uh, the 23-year-old son, and I think of me, I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm only, like, three years, four years older than her son, and in a way, think about it, it's like, oh, fuck, it's like she's dating her son, but you weirdos don't have to put it in your head like that. I mean, for me, personally, I mean, I mean, you could be, like, you know, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. But then again, I don't want 21 because 21's where motherfuckers think they can party. And I'm past that. And I don't fuck with that. I mean, I have a great time. I enjoy myself. But I'm not in having people fuck up my circle. You know what I mean? That's why I've been out of the limelight. That's why you don't hear me talk about stuff. That's why I'm not, I don't, I don't have no like girlfriends or anything like that or going out or you don't see me with no females or anything like that. I mean, I mean, I try here and there, but, you know, people hit on me, they'll, like, message me. I mean, I just, a lot of some of these people are pretty fucking stupid, if you ask me. For the most part, everybody acts the same nowadays. So, um, I don't know if that's a detailed description for that question. Is a weird, like I said, let's repeat the question again for you guys if you forgot it. Because I can go off on rambles, and you can forget the fucking question. So, let's go right back to the fucking question. Is it weird to date slash fuck around with a woman who has a child? I don't care how many kids you have. If you're fucking fine as fuck, then I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to imagine shit with you. And we're going to do some shit together. Especially if you're fucking fine. Bro, there was this one girl that, um... Dude, she said she had, like, five kids. Bro, that's hella fucking kids. That's, like, I'll be, I'll be in, I'll be in, like, the store, or I'll, I'll be at work or something, and, and I'll see all these fucking kids come in, and you know what, what majority of the time, the ones with the most kids are that I see, we're not racist, we're not, we're not bringing anything here, oh, I love Latinas, so don't you dare say I'm racist, you motherfuckers, but, and I'm saying, the Latina women, the Latina women are the ones that be popping those babies out like eggs, One little tiny half ounce of cum. And those women are absolutely pregnant. Holy fucking shit. You got to be careful with those, man. I'm just so thankful that I don't have any kids with anybody that I don't want. And or if I didn't fucking like their parents. Let alone like the fucking girl in general. Because if I think about all the people. I'm glad none of those stupid bitches didn't have, have uh, those ki- any kids. Are You don't deserve to have kids by me. So, I mean, like I said, to sum it up. It it depends on what you like. It depends on what you're into. Don't let anybody tell you not to be into what you like. And for me, 
if someone likes women who has kids, that's on you. If you're you're a father figure, if you want to assume that role, you want to hear a really dark thought. I mean, the only time I wouldn't trip is if the baby daddy's like dead or something. Because you get like some of these motherfuckers that say, oh, he's in jail. Or, oh, oh, he's he's still in the picture. But more times I feel like than anything, they have a fucking problem with another dude clearly treating them better. And that's me in that position. I clearly would treat any woman better than most of these dudes nowadays that don't even know how to treat women properly. I mean, there's, there's hundreds and thousands. And shout out to the thousands and the thousands and the millions and the millions of dudes that do treat women right. But there's more that I see more commonly around that treat women like shit. Like, there's so much freaking bullshit that goes on when it comes to that shit. But yeah, like I said, I, I've done it. I've dated women with children before. It does not matter to me. Matters on your personality, how you treat me, and uh, how sexy you are, obviously, because looks are the first thing, right? But overall, I mean, that's the end of that question, right? Would that give you a good answer for that? Okay, so um, continuing, like I said, Latinas are my favorite. My favorite nationality, obviously. Like I said, there's lots of different ones. And I, it's so funny because uh, when I, I don't even know when I said this. It wasn't, even that, it wasn't even that long ago. And what I mean by like how long ago, if you want like a ratio, I said probably about like four years ago. Maybe even earlier. But I've said this to myself. If you guys know my first kiss was actually with an Indian girl, and ever since then I have never kissed an Indian girl. Speaking of Indian girls, man, there's some fine ass uh, Indian. Ch- I don't know if they're Indian, Punjabi, Iranian. They're the fucking matter, man. I'm not talking about the ones with the uh, the high jo- high jobs, but there's some fine ass ones, dude. There's some fucking fine ass girls like that, dude, and some of them got some ass for days. Speaking of that, that's the next thing on the list. What is my favorite? Do I like ass or titties more? I think I've answered this before. I've answered this before. Like I said, listener discretion is advised heavily for these answers. Jeez. We can go from talking about fighting Bigfoot to talking about tits or ass. Of course people are going to think this is a joke. No jokes here. We are 100% serious. But uh, what do I like more, ass or titties? Uh, Fucking depends, man. It really depends. I mean... If your face looks good, that's all that matters. I mean, I can settle for something, not settle, but like if I put a bag over your head or turn off the lights and you got a nice freaking ass and titties. Like I've seen, I've seen some some older women with some some titties on them. You could like, I don't know if it's just because um, like I don't fuck with people like that or see a lot of titties. Not that I, I mean, not that I can't or anything like that. I just, I don't fuck with stupid ass people. And for me, I got to be excited to want to even fuck around with somebody. Like, I can't even fuck someone if I'm not into them or their personality's not good or if I don't even fucking know them. Last person, I I came so freaking fast because of the fucking fact of that, dude. And normally, I last for freaking hours. It doesn't even matter. Or 30 minutes, realistically, probably like 30 minutes or something like that. But, dude, point blank, if you don't like the person, why in the hell would you want to touch them? Let alone, like, for me, personality is everything. So I can't just go and sleep around and stuff like that. Unless the personalities are right enough to want to just fucking just 
fuck the hell out of that person, you know what I mean, or just uh, sleep with them a few nights, but anyways, let's move on, yeah, uh, if it comes down to ass or titties, I mean, it just depends, man, on how it looks, I mean, I find myself looking more at some, some women with, like, you know, like, the thickness of the thighs and legs and the booties and stuff, and I've seen some girls with some nice booties, but, you know, small titties, but I've seen some girls with some big-ass titties and a big-ass booty and stuff, and a lot of, a lot of people are saying, like, oh, you can't have the best of both worlds, but, dude, the girls that have best of both worlds are bitches, man. They're absolute assholes most times, man. There's never, there's always something that comes up. There's always bullshit that comes up with some of those people and stuff. So, I mean, I it depends on how you look. That's my answer. It depends on how it is. I mean, I like all forms of art. Women are like in museums. But don't take this as, ladies, 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 ladies. Let's backtrack for a second. Backtrack, 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 backtrack. Ladies, don't take this as disrespect because... I've told so many freaking women, so many friends, so many people that I believe genuinely that women are leaders of the free world. I mean, for God's sakes, we come out of a woman's vagina, you ladies and gentlemen. I mean, obviously, there's a man that makes it happen. Maybe humans are not meant to be equal. I mean, but women go through like the periods. You think of all the, the, the childbirths and all that shit. Dude, that sounds fucking painful. And and most guys and anything, especially when I talk to these women with kids, it is the descriptions, the pain that it sounds like. Oh, fuck. That sounds painful, man. And yet, dudes just have to fuck. We just fuck, man. We just do the fucking. It's like the easy part. It was so funny because, like, one of the things I said last week when I was pissed, I was I was mad at this one chick. And then I wasn't like, no, it wasn't last week. It was just like the one of the last significant things that I posted that I thought was funny. It was like, that's why we have you guys sticking and cooking and cleaning or some fucking shit like that. I be saying some funny ass shit when I'm mad. But anyways, let's continue on with the questions. Um, uh, this is not a question. I don't know why this part's on here, but um, shedding light on. Okay, so. Um, going back to earlier when I was talking about like, yeah, there's been a couple of like things on Instagram or things that I've said on Instagram and stuff that have been very, very aggressive, a little bit over the top. And I have to admit there has been a couple of times that I was a little bit upset when I wrote some of those. But, you know, when it comes to like talking about the fights, talking about my call outs, talking about the positive, like I'm not mad or anything. I'm not angry. I'm not looking at any negative intentions. I'm looking to win because I believe I can win. So when it comes to online trolls and all the bullshit comments and stuff, you saying a little uh, bullshit insults about like the followers and stuff. You guys are all little pussies. That's to sum up that. And I think that's to sum up that. But all right, we got some more official fan questions. These fan questions are actual fan questions. These are really good questions, comments. These are some fight fight questions and stuff about some fights coming up. So let's not waste any time. So we got on September 3rd, we have uh, a fight night. Obviously, I think it's going to be, uh, who is it? Um, surreal. It's UFC Paris. So it's Surreal Gond versus a. Uh, uh, Taito Ivasa, but the question specifically says, on September 3rd, the one fight looking I'm looking forward to is Marvin Vittori versus Robert Whittaker. How do I feel the fight will go? Well, how do I feel this fight will go? Man, what a fucking fight to begin with, man. Look at look at Marvin Vittori. I mean, other than the Israel fights and stuff, you know, he's essentially looked pretty damn good. He's he's very good. He's very aggressive. He only he, he punches his punches. I like his punches. He's very aggressive. He's well-rounded. He comes forward. He has a good chin. Like I said, his aggressiveness. And, you know, like I said, 
this dude lands. He's aggressive. He's a hard guy to fight. He looks like a really difficult person to compete with. He looks like he ha- he holds energy for days, and he's very phenomenal. So, and Rob Whitaker, former uh, UFC uh, middleweight champion, I mean, uh, defending the belt a couple times. You know, had big fights at the old Yoel Romero. I mean, obviously the fights with the Israel Adesanya. He fought Israel Adesanya twice. Crazy. I mean. Robert Whitaker, I mean, he, the former champion. I mean, knockout power in his hands and feet. And, you know, obviously some some big wins, some big knockouts in middleweight. Even before he was a champion, still had some big knockouts. Um, let's pull up our, Rob Whitaker's, uh, Robert Whitaker's uh, Wikipedia. If Wikipedia is even the most accurate form of information, we use a lot of different ones. We use topology. We use everything. Robert Whitaker. Oh, I put Robert Wikipedia instead of Robert Whitaker. But yes, these questions are great. So who do I think is going to win? Ooh, that's a toss. That's a toss. I mean, if Rob Whitaker can, you know, obviously, even if Rob beats Marvin Vittori, you know, obviously, I, I think both evenly matched when it comes to cardio, man. But Marvin's good. He's very good. He's underlooked. I mean, Marvin's a seasoned guy. He, he, he's, he's right up there. He's no slouch. I mean, look at Rob's last loss was obviously his last two losses within the last freaking his his only two losses since 2014 were against uh, Israel Adesanya. And and since 2014, since losing to Stephen Thompson, uh, he's he's racked up. It was nine wins in a row. He fought Israel Adesanya. He lost in the second round. And since then, he's come back. He's beaten Darren Till, uh, Jerry Cannonier, Kelvin Gaslam, and, and obviously just recently fought Israel Adesanya earlier this year and lost by a decision. So now he's going to fight Marvin Vittori. So Marvin Vittori, he's fought Israel Adesanya twice as well. And um, that's something they have in common. Um, and who's Marvin? Is Marvin coming off of a win? Yeah, he just beat uh, Paulo Costa. It was a light heavyweight fight. He fought at light heavyweight because Paulo Costa. But pa- this this fight with Rob Whitaker will be at middleweight. Um, like Robert Whitaker, Marvin's streaking as well, and like Rob Whitaker as well. It makes it interesting. Both Marvin and Rob Whitaker. There's only two losses. As of late, as of well, for Marvin since 2018, Rob hasn't lost since 2015, other than the two Israel fights. But yeah, so Marvin's uh, first loss to Israel was April 14th, 2018. Fast forward to 2021, June 2012, or June 12th, 2021, he fought Israel to sign for the title. Obviously came up short in both of those. First one was a split decision loss. The second one was a unanimous decision. Um, I mean, damn. I mean, Marvin Vittori comes forward. He, he He's very aggressive and stuff like that. He He's fought the best. I mean, he's fought some of the best. He, he has some promise. He, he's not a guy to sleep on. But looking at his resume, it's all about the resume. It's all about the experience in a lot of ways. But I said I'm contradicting myself, right? I mean, I'm talking about Bigfoot Silva. I'm talking about beating up on people with more experience in, in, in MMA than I have of, and, and fights-wise, but, you know, I don't give a fuck. Same thing with this. For Marvin, it doesn't matter if he hasn't fought anybody. He's fought Israel 
Amari Akhmedov, the likes of Jack Hermanson, Kevin Holland, Paulo Costa. Paulo Costa's only other loss other than Israel Adesanya. He's a gamer, but I feel like Rob Whitaker is just, I mean, I don't know. I really don't know. This is an interesting one. This is a, I feel like this one's a little bit more evenly matched up, evenly matched up, you know? And if you look at Kelvin, Kelvin Gaslam, when he fought Robert Whitaker, Kelvin's coming off a, win, a losing streak. I mean, Jerry Kennanier is right up there. He could be fighting for the title. I mean, Darren Till, where is he at now? I mean, he's not on a win streak. So, Darren Till and Kelvin Gaslam are both on losing streaks. Jerry Kennanier is the only one fighting for the title. So, Jerry Kennanier, Yoel Romero is not in the game. Ronaldo Souza is not in the game. Anymore, he retired. Derek Brunson, Derek Brunson's still there, but um, Rob's already beaten him. Derek Brunson's not gonna even fight, sniff the championship anytime soon. All respects to Derek Brunson, but we're not talking about. It. Go back up. So, two out of hmm, since Israel Adesanya for Rob, um, he's fought him. Like I said, in October six, he fought him on October sixth, and then he fought him again in Fe- February of twenty twenty two. So other than that, like I said. Other than Rob fighting Israel twice, he's only fought uh, three times in between uh, 2019 and 2022. So he hasn't really fought too actively. So, I mean, maybe maybe Marvin edges Rob. Who knows? Edges him in decision, split decision. Who knows? Who knows, man? Great fight. Um, I don't have made official fight picks. I'm, I'm going to wait a little longer. I need to think about that one. That was a great question, Mike. I really appreciate that. Um, Rob Whitaker. That, that's, it's it's going to be a tactical fight. How this fight will go, how Rob versus um, Vittori will go, it's going to be very tactical. I mean, he, Rob has good takedown defense as well. I mean, I feel like Marvin would could can and has better wrestling and can go for the wrestling. And, you know, regardless of experience-wise and all that, Marvin is a fucking savage. He's a beast. He comes forward. He, as I said earlier, he looks like he's a hard guy to handle. So, I mean, very angry, very uh, aggressive, has a really aggressive vibe. I mean, uh, rocking, rock, what is it, rocking, what is he, he's like a model or some shit, or, you know, he has a Dolce Cabana, uh, Dolce Cabana, like uh sponsorship or some shit like that. Great fight. I think it's going to be very fun. I mean, it's going to be fight of the night for sure. I'm pretty damn sure. And so next question. Uh, two uh, two more questions. I think, yeah, there's two more questions after that. I think we're, we're going to talk about some more stuff after that if we still have time. Um, like I said, I hope you guys are enjoying this episode. This is episode 421 of Kicking with the King. Hope you guys are here. Thank you all for joining us so far. And well, so far, nearly an hour and a half in. But okay, so what do I think of Kayla Harrison? And what do I think of her declaring her the queen of MMA, women's MMA? Is she? Mm, it's, it's really fucking hard to say because same thing like in male fighting. Who people can't say who the greatest of all time is or who the pound for pound is, as we just fucking seen last week. When Leon knocked Kamaru Usman out and sent him to the shadow realm. Look at the records Kamaru was about to break and, you know, getting up there with GSP and then making all those records and all that. Boom. That was all taken away in a second. Pound for pounds, these rankings, all this other bullshit. These people's followers. How many followers you have? None of that shit means shit. It matters about how you fight. It matters about how you are on that any given night. Any given night, any of these motherfuckers can lose. 
And that's exactly why I'm 100% confident, 150% confident in myself and everything that it comes down with, especially when I, when I could see realistic facts and, and things that back up my claims and everything. You can lose on any motherfucking given day, but you got to be realistic and stuff. But I'm very, very realistic. So um, Kayla Harrison declaring herself the queen of MMA. I don't think so until she fights the likes of it. Like, you know, we've been waiting for cross promotion fights for hella long. I mean, she's in the PFL. Is Chris Cyborg in Bellator? Amanda Nunes is in UFC. Amanda Nunes knocked Chris Cyborg out. So it's hard to say because um, uh, Chris Cyborg wants a rematch so bad with Amanda and it doesn't seem to be happening, nor will it happen as, as long as they're under separate banners. So that's not happening anytime soon. So Amanda knocks out Chris Cyborg and Kayla Harrison's fighting nobodies over in the PFL that nobody knows who they are. I mean, if Kayla Harrison's want, wants to be the known as the best... She's got to go where the best is and fight who the best is. I mean, like I said, there's plenty of damn good fighters outside the UFC. Don't sleep on any other fighters in any other organizations and stuff. But that's, that's just a hard stretch, man. That's a really hard one to get behind. I mean, she's good. She's grappling. She's very big. She's, she's massive. Her size. I mean, she takes people down and smashes them. And she, you know, she's winning. And she's made herself her way to the finals beating nobodies. I mean, it seems like her most easiest millions of dollars she's ever made. I mean, she's good, but it doesn't seem like um, Kayla Harrison has upped her competition. I mean, I could be bad. I could be talking shit. I could not be paying attention, but let me just, I, I don't like, I don't know unless I look and Kayla Harrison, as long as, long as I've, uh, as long as I've seen and looked and paid attention, it doesn't seem like she's really I mean, she's looked good. I mean, she says Kayla Harrison. She's born on July 2nd. Me and Kayla Harrison share the same birthday. I'm sorry, Kayla Harrison. I mean, look at this, though. Stats don't lie. I mean, Olympic Games, Olympic-level wrestler, dominance. I mean, I don't want to deny her fucking skills. Though. She's good. I'm not talking shit. I'm not saying that she's not good and she doesn't declare to call herself the best. I mean, you want to fucking call yourself the best. You want to believe you're the best. You want to believe you can beat the best. You know, I can't be contradicting. I can't be, I can't be saying things and, and saying, doing one thing completely different. No, she wants to say she's the best. That's the best. But for me, but for the fans, but for anyone else watching on the outside in, I want to see her fight some, I want to see her fight Chris Cyborg. I want to see her fight Amanda Nunes. I want to see all these fights. That's why I almost sometimes I don't give a fuck about which organization it is. Put them in, man. The Olympic Games or some shit. Put them in MMA Olympic Games or some shit. Like, have a fucking tournament, man. Don't, why wouldn't you want to see who the best fighters on the planet are? You can't even say who the best fighters on the planet are, truly, until we see his face off. I mean, you got Bellator. We got, uh, I was going to say Prime. We got Bellator. We got freaking UFC. We got the PFL. We got, we got so many other fucking organizations. All these great fighters, all these people that nobody quote unquote knows who are who knows who they are. I mean, one championship most most recently. And speaking of one championship, congrats and shout out to DJ Mighty Mouse Johnson for reclaiming the one flyweight title knockout, vicious knockout over Adriano Morales. I mean, if you guys remember the first time uh, Adriano Morales beat Demetrius Johnson in one FC, so. Shout out to Demetrius Johnson getting a knockout, reclaiming that flyweight belt. One of the greatest uh, 
lighter fighters of all time. I mean, but going back to Kayla Harrison, yeah, like I said, you can't deny these fucking uh these these medals and stuff like that. For me personally, watching her, I mean, I she's like the the modern day Ronda Rousey. Ronda fought some really good killers, and she fought the best that was available at that time. And she's fighting in the PFL. I mean, there's not a lot of... uh, There's a lot of female talent. There's a lot of female fighters. But top tier, the the way that she's talking, the big, the big, the big she's talking, like, you know, as good as she thinks she is, and, you know, obviously her, her skills show... But until we see her fight someone that's a serious freaking contender like a or like a um like a Chris Cyborg, I want to see that fight. Like, they need to make that shit happen. I want to see Chris Cyborg. I want to see Chris Cyborg versus Kayla Harris, and that's the only way I can deem. You know, obviously you think about Amanda Nunes and stuff, and we want, we can't declare who the best of all time is. There, there, there is no. There's a lot of records that are being broken. There's a lot of different great fighters. I mean, Amanda Nunes, what she's done. I mean, she just recently came off a win over Juliana Pena, and Juliana Pena previously beat her before that, and and before that we hadn't seen Amanda Nunes lose in a very long time. I believe since the Casagano fight, which was a long, long time ago. I mean, she then. You haven't seen her do that, but she comes back. She beats Juliana Pena. I think aggressive wise, I mean, oh, if I had to pick, dude, Chris Cyborg's fucking savage. Chris Cyborg is vicious, man. She's very, very aggressive. I mean, Kayla Harrison can't get that fight to the ground, and she tries to uh, point fight and strike and clinch and all that. Dude, she's gonna get knocked the fuck out. Chris Cyborg is gonna would knock Kayla Harrison out. Why the hell did we never get Ronda versus Cyborg? Um, because Chris Cyborg would have knocked Ronda Rousey the fuck out, just like she would knock Kayla Harrison the fuck out. So I'm gonna completely switch the turn. We're, we're gonna turn up the disrespect here a little bit now. I love Chris Cyborg. I back Chris Cyborg. Chris Cyborg forever has been one of my favorites. Very aggressive, very scary. One of the scariest females on the planet, and one of the most vicious females. I mean. And her and Mana Nunes fight nine times out of ten, man. It's going to be freaking damn, pretty damn close. Well, pretty damn sure. So what do I think, Kayla Harrison, to final, to finally answer, to sum it up, to, to finally sum up that question? I said she needs to fight Chris Cyborg. I mean, or, you know, obviously, like I said, you know, all these different fucking times that her contracts ended, we're hoping her she moves to UFC or moves to Bellator or something like that. Bellator, I feel like she'll get a lot more challenges. Bellator has... Bellator, for me, is number two to the UFC, honestly. It's hard to say, honestly, because you really want to have an open mind about these fights and all these great fighters and these different organizations. You can't just limit yourself to thinking that the UFC has the best fighters, because that's not true. There's so many fucking great fighters everywhere. So, look at this. Kayla Harrison. Submission. TKO. Decision. Submission. TKO. Submission. TKO. TKO. Decision. I mean... She's like the dominant modern day version of Ronda Rousey. Maybe like the wish version of Ronda Rousey or some shit like that. You know, she's obviously winning more than Ronda has and you know, obviously no losses and stuff, but I mean there's some. Cindy Dandewas, there's that's the only name on this fucking list that I know of. Larissa Pacheco. I mean, obviously if they have a Wikipedia page, it must mean something, right? But, yeah, man, to sum that up, yeah, that's exactly what I think Kayla Harrison. Fight Chris Cyborg. All right. Um, at welterweight, things are heating up. 
to sum it up, and before we answer this question, obviously this this kind of basically is highlighting what this question is. There's a lot of matchups to be made. Like I said, um, I don't think we talked about it. No, that was we were gonna. We were, like I said, we were, we came back the other day to do this show, and dude, I was so fucking tired, and I was fucking like talking about. So you know when you get tired and talk about random shit, and you're starting to fucking fall asleep and forget what you're talking about. We were talking about Usman, you know, the results and. Honestly, like I said, I'm still in shock over what happened to Kamaru. I'm still in shock the way it happened, you know, the, the, the anticipation, how late it happened, the final minute of the final round. Leon losing 99% of that fight. He pulls that kick out of his ass. Um, for a fight, for fight number three, for the trilogy, I don't want to see it right away for some reason. I just don't. I want to see. It's because, in a way, I'm being selfish. I want to see, like, Masvidal versus Leon. I want to see Colby versus Leon. I mean, Gilbert versus Masvidal was the question. What do I think of that match? I, mean, I think, I mean, I think uh, Masvidal is a great striker. I mean, Gilbert Burns is a great striker as well. He has knockout power. Um, he has great submissions. He's obviously great grappling as well, and he's really strong too. So, I mean, Masvidal is really good too, and um, you know, I'm a big fan. I mean, I, I like them both. They're both really good. Uh, Masvidal, I mean, he's not a one trick pony, but. Why do I feel like I haven't seen Masvidal fight a lot, and let alone fight a lot? Of like, like I mean, he's fought a lot of really great people. I mean, he's fought a lot of really good uh, fighters, obviously, and fights. He's fought really only the best that the UFC has to offer. I mean, look at this resume. I mean, he's fought in strike force as well. I mean, he fought the likes of Paul Daly, Luis Palomino, um, KJ Nunes, Gilbert Belendez. Remember, he fought for the title in um, 2011. That was in Strike Force. And beat Tim Means, Michael Chiesa, Rustam Kabilov. And beat the best that UFC had to offer. I mean, close fights with Lorenz Larkin, Benson Henderson, ben, uh, Damian Maya, that was, and Stephen Thompson. Obviously, but George is coming off three losses in a row. Two of them were the, to the former champion, Kamar Usman, and the last one was to Colby. That was back in March of this year. So, uh, Masvidal versus... I mean, Masvidal fought Kamaru in his last two fights. And he fought Colby. Two of the really best welterweights in the world other than Leon Edwards now. And now we look at, like, Leon Edwards versus Colby or something like that. But Leon Edwards versus Colby. Leon Edwards versus Gilbert Burns. No, I mean, money-wise... Attention-wise, I mean, Masvidal versus Leon for the title. Could you imagine? I mean, Masvidal pieces up Leon Edwards backstage. You know, obviously, he gets called a three-piece in the soda, and Leon gets shit on for so many years since that's happened. And now, Leon, if you look at modern-day 2022, Leon Edwards has a title. Masvidal's coming, chirping for his title. I mean, it makes the most sense. Mazadal win or lose. Even though, still, I can't get over Kamara Usman being knocked out. I still can't believe Mazadal got knocked the fuck out that way. Not in a million years would I have thought Kamara would have won that way. I thought maybe, I thought Kamara was going to win more decisively the second time. I mean, Mazadal had his moments in the first fight with Kamara, but the second fight, I was predicting that Kamara would handily beat Mazadal the second time. By decision, of course. Dominant decision. But no, Kamara Usman defies the odds and knocks him the fuck out in the first minute of the second round. Holy fuck. So Mazadal versus Gilbert Burns. I mean, 
Gilbert Burns. I mean, Gilbert Burns is a little bit, a lot more of a, I mean, look at Masvidal's last, last six, bro. No disrespect. Like I said, losses don't be anything, but, you know, he's won definitely more than Bigfoot Silva, so, I mean, I'm going to beat the fuck out of Bigfoot Silva, regardless, wins or loses. I know I keep going back to that because I can't stop thinking about it. So let's, let's count it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So out of Masvidal's last nine, let's just say ten. He's won one, two, three, four, five. He's won five of the last ten. And he's facing three losses in a row. I mean, but he's finding the best guys. I mean, the Nate Diaz is his last one. That was a doctor stoppage for that, the Ben Askren one. Basically, Masvidal's 2019, and then he fought once in 2020, lost. Fought once in 21, lost by knockout to Kamaru. Then once in 2022 so far. And, uh... Are we getting a Masvidal fight announced many times soon? No, I don't know. Not of not of late, but Gilbert Burns. I wanted to see Gilbert Burns because I wanted to see, you know, obviously um, some things real quick. I mean, he he's had some uh, fighter of the year records too, knockout of the year. I mean, Gilbert Burns, his last loss. Let's not sleep on. Wait, that's not Gilbert Burns. I thought he was. I thought that was Gilbert Burns. Okay, so Camaro's. Um, I wanted to get to Gilbert Burns. Okay, so Gilbert Burns is coming off of a loss to Kamzat Shemayev. Kamzat Shemayev takes on Nathan Nate Diaz. No, no win. Um, fight of the night. Um, Gilbert Burns earned against Kamzat as well. I mean, before that, he came off a win against Stephen Thompson. Then it was knocked out by Kamar Usman in the third round. I mean, he's won. He's, he has knockout power, man. He's shown he has knockout power. He has a uh, wrestling. He beat Tyron Woodley. He beat Damian Maya. He's beat Gunnar Nelson. I mean, I mean, got knocked out by Dan Hooker, and fought the likes of Alex Oliveira, Christoph Jagos, Mike Davis. And, I mean, he's fought some really good guys, but not enough guys. I mean, he hasn't really had that many crazy. I mean, he hasn't had a lot of crazy UFC fights other than fighting at lightweight and stuff like that. And, He's looked good and looked dominant and stuff. He's he's won more fights than anything. So, I mean, I would be down for that. Um, if I had to pick, get Masvidal versus Gilbert Burns. Hmm, I'm picking Gilbert Burns. I'm, I'm going to go with Gilbert Burns on that. I think Gilbert Burns could beat Masvidal. Um, it'll be by like a unanimous decision or something like that. Or maybe he chokes him out. Imagine someone submitting Masvidal, rear naked choke or some shit like that. Yeah, I got I got Gilbert Burns by like a decision or a submission or something. Maybe even a knockout. Well, we, Masvidal hasn't even fought since. Has he fought? Oh, yeah, he's fought Colby. Okay, so he wasn't chinny in that fight. I don't, not that I remember with the Colby fight. I mean, Colby, I would have never imagined to knock Masvidal out. But, you know, Colby did what he did and did exactly what I thought he was going to do to Masvidal. So Masvidal Gilbert, I mean, I'll be fine with that. We also can't sleep on Jeff Neal in there, too. Jeff Neal was savage. Looked good in his last fight. That, I mean, there's a lot going on at 135. There's a lot going on at 170, man. Uh, a lot, a lot going on, but definitely excited for it. Um, yeah, so Kamzad versus Nate Diaz. I'm going with Kamzad 100%, man. It's just like the wrestling. I mean, is Nate going to catch that strong guy in a, a submission? No, I mean, if Nate, I mean, the only way Nate can win is if this is on the feet and if Kamzad shoots for dear life and Nate's just able to go for like a choke or some shit like that. But yeah, man, crazy shit. I can't wait. Those are some great questions, man. What a hell of a show we've had today too, man. Definitely appreciate it. Definitely earned and lived up to his name.
especially if you remember how we started the show, I'm going to post the times and stuff from when we talked about Bigfoot Silva, the whole thing. Like, dude, the first hour was straight talking about Gilbert, uh, not Gilbert, talking about freaking uh, fighting Bigfoot Silva. And that's 100% something I would like. And even, like I said, to wrap it up, to say it again, for all promoters, for everybody listening, for everybody tuning in, even if it's not Antonio Silva, give me someone else. I mean, I'll take on anyone. I want people that, I mean, I'm gonna, I can fight anybody, but I want people that are going to be fighting for titles. I want future champions. I want some young studs, some hungry people. Do you guys know the person I sparred with was 13? And these kids are savages. And that Muay Thai gem, dude, those ties don't fuck around, man, because holy fuck. That kid could have eaten me alive at any given time, but we had controlled sparring or working on technique. Like I said, I return on Tuesday. I cannot wait. I mean, I'm be more motivated. Obviously, wear shorts that I can kick higher with too, because oh my god, I could not kick and knee the bag comfortably. But yeah, man, what a fucking show we've had today. Uh, man, I can't wait for the next one. Holy fuck, what a show! But let's take a little drink real quick, man. What a show we've had today. Like I said, Bigfoot Silva, if you're listening, Alex Davis, any of you motherfuckers out there down to me, you're all pussies. You're all fucking pussies. Because just the fact that you're doubting someone else's uh, dreams and or accomplishments and or goals shows how much of a bitch you are. And when you guys are laying face down, that goes for anybody that I'm calling out. When all you motherfuckers are laying face down, when I come in, nobody knows who I am and, and beat the shit out of everybody that that I fight you guys really gonna know who I am especially if you think about bitch ass CM Punk little pussy ass motherfucker remember that I don't know you guys I don't think I I, I cut the tweet up because people are so sensitive with words and stuff and no one take things down because it's, it's how ass me are bullying no bitch ass CM Punk with no amateur background no sports background fake ass WWE wrestling and all that bullshit but he ain't never fought before. He ain't never boxed before. He never jujitsu before. He never did no wrestling. He never did nothing. He never had no MMA experience. Oh, but his name value because he's CM Punk. He comes in the UFC. He makes that announcement on TV like like it's supposed to be something of nature, like he's special or something like that. WWE's fucking awesome. I mean, there's success stories all day and all night from WWE. Bobby Lashley, successful in MMA. I mean, look at the the, the greatest. Example, in my opinion, the great Brock Lesnar, bro. They're success, but we want little pussies like CM Punk fight UFC or fight in the biggest organizations. Why can't I? Why can't I go the CM Punk route? I'm asking. I don't want the easy route. You may think that it's not easy. What do you mean? You may think it's not easy fighting the no name guys, but put me in with the pros. It doesn't matter. I don't need to do amateur. I don't need to do any of that. I could fight the best at the best. Win my first world title in, in five fights or less and go to even bigger stages. Fight bigger, bigger names. I'll fight anyone. I'll fight any of these. I'll write the whole list again. Big with Silva, Mark Hunt, Tito Ortiz. Don't be surprised if more videos come, more more promotion, more real shit. More people are going to get along. More people are going to get on the train. More people are going to try to throw out their little stupid insults or block me or try to flag the tweets or try to report them because you're all little bitches. But anyways, guys, much appreciated. Much love to everybody that tunes in our show. Much love, like I said. Um, appreciate you guys all for joining us here on this episode. Like I said, episode 421. It's nearly 3 a.m. 
2.30 a.m. actually. So, like I said, I can say we were fired up. Um, what a great show. Hope you guys tune in to listen to this one. What a great show. And, like I said, we will be back on Thursday. We will return. We will recap. We will talk about the next session in the gym. We'll talk about everything. We'll talk about the responses, all the people talking shit. If anything, if it gets fiery enough and gets so exciting and inevitable, we might even return earlier. But anyways, guys, DJ, it's all yours. We'll be back on Thursday, folks. We appreciate you guys for joining us. Like I said, Bigfoot Silva, Alex Davis, you know you want this fight. I I am the best like literally, literally okay this will be the final thing and then i promise we're gonna get out of here literally big for silver all respects to everything you accomplished i mean the win over fedor i mean the, the big fights he's had in the ufc i mean former ufc title challenger you know obviously very devastating ground upon whatever but realistically big for silver you have not won since 2015 and i've looked at you know all of us this is the best part this is what we're going to be positive about I've looked at some of these motherfuckers you fought, and some of these people are some savages that you do not need to be have, nor you have been needed to fight at that point of your career. Like where you are at versus where some of those motherfuckers were. Was you fight like Rico Verhoeven and stuff too? All that? No, dude. This guy. I mean, this guy. He he. Bigfoot Silva has been fighting all these freaking savages. Bigfoot Silva message to you. I'm your best chance at getting a one more win in your career before you're retired. All I've been seeing since 2015 is you getting knocked out senseless. Let alone even before that, you're getting knocked out. That chin is so easy to find. But I said, and I told you, I won't go chin hunting. I'm going to beat you. But I'm not, I'm not going to knock you out. I could at any given time. Even if the opportunity presents itself. I won't go for it. I'm just going to beat you down. I want to showcase my technical skills. I'm going to beat the hell out of a, a big man. And what a big win for the first one against a former UFC title challenger. I could say that. That would be a big resume, and I could just keep going up from there. Once it's up there, I want a title shot. I'm just kidding. No, I, want, I want to have a whole list of people. I'm going to have a bunch of them. I'm going to rack up a bunch of them. I'm going to have fucking fun. I'm going to be on fire. I can't fucking wait. I'm your biggest... Uh, option i can get everybody in this fucking city excited about this fight i mean i'm your biggest option to potentially get a win but what you know the chances of that will be very 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 slim but i'll give you some peace of mind for you to think that and talk about my followers you guys this goes for all the haters too and everybody you talk about the followers you talk about the lack of listeners blah blah, blah. fuck you all followers likes retweets all that pussy ass shit in the cage and real fighting on the streets none of that bullshit's gonna save you your friends your gang your family your your real ones those people will save you but your little pussy ass friends online your little likes and retweets and all your blocking and all those little pussy ass motherfuckers out there no dude those people won't save you man real fighting real shit no dude come on man i'm gonna beat the fuck out of all these people on this list Literally, anybody, even, even, um, what is it called? Hold on, hold on. I forgot the fucking name. Rise Fighting Championship. Look at these light heavyweights. Look at all these people. They said they have a heavyweight division. I said I'm 225. I walk around at 225. And ideally, I think I would be good at light heavyweight. But I'll take heavyweight too. Heavyweight first, light heavyweight next. 
or do both or jump up and down. I just don't want to cut all the way down. I don't want to cut weight. I don't want to cut weight. I just want to get in shape and be a really, uh, I'm going to be a fast, very quick, very technical heavyweight and like a surreal gun almost, you know, like, you know, very technical. I want to be good in all areas, man. I'm going to have the R to eight limbs. I'm going to knock people out. Oof, my left hand, my left body kick. Ooh, dangerous. I'm dangerous everywhere. There's so much shit that you got to worry about. And you guys are going to have to worry about so much. You're going to have to worry about so much, Big Priscilla, because you're not going to have anything on me. You're not going to know what I'm going to do. But I know what I'm going to do to you. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. I don't prepare for people. I don't prepare for any. I mean, I, I don't give a fuck. I, it worries about, I worry about what I'm going to do, my skills, how I can improve, my, my things that I'm great at. I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't expose myself. I'm working on the, on these things. You guys can't say shit about it because I'm gonna come out there and I'm gonna shock the world as I always do. I'm gonna prove people wrong as I always have. I'm gonna be motivated as I always have. I'm gonna predict things and say things about what I'm gonna do and, and make them come true as I always have in my life. So if you don't have and aren't excited, now you can be motherfucking excited, baby, because we are coming and we're going to take this motherfucker's head off amongst every other motherfucker out there. All you little punk ass pussies talking shit like I said, fuck you all. Sign the contract. Rise fighting championship. It doesn't matter. Celebrity boxing. It doesn't matter. I'm going to bounce heads off the fucking canvases, the ring, any fucking place in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, what a fucking show. Like I said, appreciate you guys. Back on Thursday. Bye, folks.